Hello, Direct Impact Nation. It's your host, Andrea Epteen. And guess what? It's official. Season three is on its way. We are so excited to announce and it's coming up beginning October 23rd. Thank you so much. We are so excited. And during this time, we're going to take a five week break to work on developing and creating amazing new content for our amazing audience. During the five week break, we're going to be re-airing our most popular episodes to include Rewrite Your Own Story and Become Your Own Hero, Body Betrayal, and more. Thank you so much, and we'll look forward to seeing you October 23rd. Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epting, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome. This is Andrea Epteen with the Direct Impact Podcast. So glad to be with you today, guys. All right. So in wrapping up um, this month, I think it's still very important that we stick with our theme of, you know, being our own hero, (laughs) being our best advocate, you know, being friendly with ourselves. Um, showing up in a way to build and engage our authentic selves. It's just so important. And part of that we're going to talk about today. Um, We're going to dive into rewriting your story and becoming your own hero. And really, this has a lot to do with what we call narrative therapy. Um, But there really is a great deal of purpose and power in reauthoring your childhood narrative, your childhood story. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Now, when you think back to your childhood, when you engage that inner child, when you visit your, you know, four-year-old self, your second grade self, your seventh grade self, your high school self, you know, when you engage them, you know, what narrative have they adopted? Who told them those things about themselves? Where did they learn that? Um, Where did they hear these things? How was it modeled? What did they see? What did they hear? What did they come to know? What did they experience that started to develop and write this narrative for their life? Did you have a teacher that told you that you just didn't try hard enough? Um, Did you have a parent that reinforced that by saying, well, you know, they're just lazy? Um, things like that can really start to create an ongoing narrative in this loop. And you're operating off of this internal dialogue in this running narrative that is dictating at some point how you operate, how you live, how you behave, and what your outcomes are actually going to be. 
And if you hadn't noticed, we've got a theme going here. Like, we do not want our listeners, we do not want our people or our tribe to be imprisoned. We want them to be able to show up as their authentic selves and really stand affirmed and advocate for themselves and for others. Huge. And we can't really do that effectively if we have this running narrative, you know, woven throughout our life that says we are less than who we really are or less than who we are made to be or called to be in this world. So we got to look at the story. All right. So go to a quiet place, pull out your journal, sit down and engage your story. Everybody has an opportunity to dig in and reauthor that narrative, to take that childhood story and those themes and those words and those negative core beliefs and those traumas and those offenses and those, you know, I already said words, but it's just those nasty little you know, phrases that were said to you over and over and over that just made you feel like you would never measure up or you would never be allowed to be the person you were designed to be. You have to like really sit down and engage that. And it takes, it takes bravery um, and intentionality and a really strong desire and willingness for recovery. But when you engage it, you can then start to question it and ask those questions of, you know, where did I hear that? Where did I see that? Why is that a belief in me? Where does that value come out of? You know, I think all of us, you know, once you're in adulthood, you start noticing things that you're like, gosh, like, that's not me. (laughs) Like, only my my uncle talks like that. (laughs) And But it's starting to play out. And a lot of that is because of a narrative that has been built in. So we want to engage it, get curious about it, rework it in a way that you can become the hero of your story. For most people, when they sit down and they engage this story from the past, the old childhood narrative, they really are forced to sit in how out of control their life was. And that's true for most every child, because they're dependent to get their needs met by others. They're dependent to get their needs met oftentimes by very unhealthy and insecure and detached adults around them. You know, and that's where a lot of this, you know, negative internal dialogue and the story starts to be written in, I don't matter. I'm never going to measure up. I'm all alone in this world. It's not safe to feel. I'm not going to get my needs met. I need to manipulate. I need to do this, that, and the other. I need to escape. I need to avoid. I need to do certain things to either get my needs met or avoid the amount of pain that I'm experiencing on a regular basis. That is the story of most children. And it's also a story of self-blame and self-hate, and rejection, and turmoil. And that is true for a lot of people. But it's, it's just important to go back there and engage it. Because again, I go back to like you were dependent. And you are going to feel that sense of powerlessness, and unmanageability, and fear, and judgment, 
and alone. And it's just a very, it's a place of survival. All right, I want to tell you about Brain FM. Some days our focus is stretched thin. Different sources of stimulation regularly wear on our attention. Working from home can obviously exacerbate these issues. At best, curated playlists can be a crapshoot. Whether they'll actually push you to be more productive, who knows? This is why we use Brain FM. These guys have neural phase locking audio technology and fire soundtracks that shift your neurons into focus mode. Visit brainfm.com. That's www.brainfm.com. Use the promo code Direct Impact for great discounts. That's Direct Impact with no spaces. Now, visit the link in our show notes. And now we want to move into not survival, but agency and a sense of control, not over your environment, but a control over your internal landscape, your ability to regulate your emotions, to participate in good executive functioning and decision making and to sit in your wise mind and and feel all of your feelings and still, you know, have healthy behaviors and good outcomes. Like that's what we're moving towards. But we have to reauthor that story first. Okay. So sit down and and sometimes it's a few different stories as you walk throughout life, like different phases. So it can be like infancy. I mean, a lot of people don't, don't have um, these memories. Some people do. Um, so you want to start with some of your earlier memories and sometimes they're not memories even um like a story reel it's more of just feeling you know i remember feeling for instance um that my mother didn't have time for me okay so that's an example like i just had this feeling that i was a burden and so sometimes it's not a direct memory it's just a feeling it's just an impression right? And as children, please understand that we take on a lot of responsibility because we would rather believe, and it's safer to believe that we are to blame for our needs not being met than to believe that our parents couldn't do it or wouldn't do it or didn't love us enough. There, That is way too painful. So it's much easier to go into a place of of artificial power and control and to blame ourselves and to be super responsible. So if that's part of your story, sit in it, engage it at different phases. You know, the adolescent phase is usually a phase of, you know, some questioning, some rebellion for some people. And of course, it depends on your family role and all of those things. But do, as you're telling your story, think about who you were, how you tried to show up in that environment, the role you were kind of forced to play in your family system, how people related to you, how they engaged with you, what messages you received from them. Did you receive a message that you were unrepeatable and unique and capable and that your life is filled with meaning just because you show up as the amazing human being you are? Did you feel security and safety? Did you feel like you could come to the people that you depended on with your hurts, with your habits, with your mistakes? 
did you feel a sense of being held, seen, known, respected? Yes, respected as a child. (laughs) Yes, respected. (laughs) Everybody deserves respect for the human being that they are. So asking those questions, sitting in that, and then reauthoring it. You know, you're going to often find that your story is out of control. You didn't have or you didn't exhibit or you didn't practice or you weren't able to show up with that agency and that ability to say, no, I'm doing it this way. You know, maybe you did when you're a toddler. It's super cute when the kids are like, no, I'm going to do it this way. (laughs) It's so cute and it's so wonderful. And that's when they're beginning at about age two and three, when they become verbal of practicing autonomy and saying no. (laughs) Um, but in a lot of families, that's not allowed. So yeah, sit in that and then let's identify each phase and reauthor it where you do show up as your hero. You do show up with agency, you do show up and shine a light on your original talents, and virtues, and strengths, And yeah, shine the light even on some of your mistakes that you were able to grow from or you could have been able to grow from with certain supports in place. Okay, so you want to go in there and get curious about where this original narrative came from that has kind of dictated some of your outcomes and then reauthor it, rewrite it, become your hero Show up as the lead character in your story. I cannot tell you how many people struggle with codependency. And when they are writing their story, their here and now story of how they show up as an adult, they have no agency over their lives and their behaviors. It is completely controlled by the expectations, needs, wants, whatever of others. So yes, showing up as the lead character, (laughs) Um, being able to advocate and um, showing up as that person of worth that can name what they desire and how they're going to go after it in a healthy way. The type of person that develops a supporting cast, you know, um, that lifts them up and carries them when they struggle and notices, um, notices them, notices when they're feeling a sense of weakness or slipping into negative patterns and boosts them up and bolsters them. And um, that is our ability to say, I want to be the main character of my story. And I want to choose a supporting cast of individuals that really shows up for me in a tremendous way in my time of need, because we will all have, you know, peaks and valleys, people. And sometimes the valleys can get deep. And that's okay. That's part of life. This is life. Um, You know, shit is going to happen. But how do people show up for you? And who do you surround yourself with? And how do you advocate to get your needs met? That is huge. (laughs) 
Do you feel preoccupied, confused, or embarrassed about an unwanted behavior? Do you prioritize pornography, food, finances, gambling, toxic people, and or chemicals over your primary responsibilities? Well, at Resolve Strategies in Savannah, Georgia, our clinical counselors offer evidence-based approaches to take you from discovery to recovery. To learn more about Resolve Strategies, visit www.resolvestrategiesinc.com and take our free quiz, Five Defense Mechanisms That Might Keep You in the Dark. And so please, because we want everyone to have agency and purpose and meaning and a a life worth living and a story of hope, a story of achievement, a story of overcoming, a story of accomplishment, a story of, you know, growth and development and challenges and, you know, how you've been brave to come out of it. You know, that really is the story. Most of the time when you re-engage the story and you reauthor it, you see how much you have grown from your pain and grown from your struggles and the type of person of integrity you really have always been underneath all of the old story. So you can weave in some truth moving forward. Huge. All right. So I hope that that, you know, starts to allow you to see the purpose and the power in reauthoring your story and how your childhood narratives show up um, oftentimes in our day-to-day life uh, to kind of like wreak havoc and steal our joy. (laughs) So it's important to take this time and really devote some attention into your old story and, um, and giving, you know, that, that child in that story, some, some grace and some attention and some empathy and some understanding and some love and, and then transitioning into, you know, adulthood. This is integration and rewriting. So um, become your own hero and rewrite your own story. That's what we're talking about today. If you liked this idea, if you liked this concept, if you feel like you're in a, a stage or phase where this would be a healthy activity for you, I really do want that to be the call of action for this week that you sit down and you engage your story. And, um, and hopefully you've already surrounded yourself with some healthy individuals. Maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's a sponsor, maybe it's a therapist, but, um, maybe it's a group, um, where you feel held and seen and known and supported in this journey. Cause that's so important. If you enjoyed this episode, please review it. Please share it with somebody who could benefit from rewriting their story and engaging their inner child and coming to that place of healing. So as always, thank you so much. And I'll see you same time, same place next week. Bye for now. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever, because your valued feedback makes a direct impact.
Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epting.